0: Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's going on here? I'm kind of getting getting choked by the... Careful. Weird. Everything's connected. Holy cow. All right. Let's get at it. Let's stop messing around. Last show went a little overboard. It's Unacceptable.
2: How dare you?
1: Unacceptable. We're going to get right into it because we've got a good question today about purchasing a home. A casa. Getting a lot of home questions lately. Home buying is off the charts. It's really amazing. Supply down, demand up. Typically an
0: indicator of a good economy. Hmm interesting yeah
1: all right what's the uh, gent's name who sent us a question today i think it's andrew andrew
2: hit us with your question what do you got D-I-Y. hey guys my name is andrew uh, i recently started listening to your podcast about a month or so ago and i've enjoyed every minute of it uh, i'm 24 and my girlfriend is 25 we're both full-time employed making about the same amount of money uh, we plan to get married and buy our first house in the next two years or so and i'm curious to know what is the best way to go about saving for this we both have 401ks with relatively low amounts in them but enough for a down payment towards a house however i do bring about 90 percent of the financial burden to the relationship with student loans uh, and currently i pay well over the minimum amount just to consolidate them, and uh, reduce the amount of interest that I pay over time. So my question is, do you recommend saving for the wedding and the down payment on a house as opposed to quickly paying off student debt? Or do you recommend um, using our 401ks as a down payment on our first home? Thanks again. Okay, great question. And Andrew...
1: I hope it's not been too long that this has been sitting in the queue. I, I went back. It's probably been a couple months. Uh, and the reason I say that is I need you to slow your roll. You got to chill, man.
2: Slow down there, buckaroo.
1: You're trying to do way too much too soon.
0: Just getting married and buying houses and I mean, stuff.
1: Yeah. So I know I always wonder what my initial answer sparks in someone like when I'm in, the, you know, when I'm in uh, a meeting, I can see if I say something that, you know, is pretty straightforward. Now, Oh, Hey, Oh you no, know, they don't like that. But so Andrew, let me explain for a second. Here's what I heard. Um, you're getting married. You, uh, have a lot of student loan debt. Uh, 90% of the debt in the relationship is yours. You didn't mention her student loan, so I'm assuming maybe it's car, or something along those lines. You are paying for a wedding. You are wanting to buy a house, and you have started and only started 401Ks. Um, I think that you are straddling the fence between uh, and well, let's say, let me take that analogy off the table. You are staring at a crossroads of continuing down a path where most Americans go, trying to do all of this stuff right now, and finding yourself uh, having all the stuff, no liquidity, and really no financial progress. So I'll let Daniel address more about the house thing, since he's renting right now, but I I think you compartmentalize this into the following. You continue to contribute to the 401ks, saving for retirement, hopefully getting a company match. That is the basis of any long-term financial planning, uh, wealth development stage that you're in. Number two, continue to aggressively pay down any and all debt. In this particular instance, you mentioned student loan. If there's something else, I'm not so sure that the aggressive payment needs to go to the 90% bulk payment uh, of debt. And why not get rid of that other 10% that your girlfriend is bringing to the to the relationship? Uh, and so if you haven't already commingled your finances assuming you're engaged, it's a great time to do so and start the debt snowball process of looking and saying, okay, even though this interest rate is better on my student or, or higher on my student loans, maybe it's not, we're going to aggressively pay off this smaller debt to then ultimately snowball that amount um, onto the bigger debt. However, if you are planning for a wedding and you are paying any ancillary money towards debt I think you dial that back and start saving and putting money aside for this wedding. As someone who's been married now 17 years, Daniel can also attest to a, a, a long marriage in, in his world. Keep the wedding simple and cheap. i tell you right now. Uh, you're not going to—I mean, and this is where compromise comes in with your spouse. Maybe she's not on board with that, but the, the cheaper—the uh, wedding— The better for you. Okay. So I'll just leave that right there. But the reality is, you've got some hurdles to overcome well before you buy a home. And I am not, not an advocate of borrowing from your 401k. And I will stress borrowing because if you think it's withdrawing and then paying the taxes and the penalty, that's crazy borrowing from your 401k for a down payment on a home unless there's just some ridiculous and do not tell me it's this ridiculous unbelievable offer because it's down the street next to the greatest school district in the world and you know it's never going to be available again that's crazy so again i think you just slow your roll and take these one at a time and if it's years before you buy your first house who cares it's okay it's not it's no longer are we in this world of, "Well, I'm throwing money away to rent." No, you're not. You're 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 being prudent with your resources, tackling the DIY steps and setting yourself up for future success. Daniel.
2: Well, the
1: known harder to pay.
0: I just stop riding the anyway. Yeah, I would say I'm um, I like you uh, against sort of taking money out of the 401k um uh, as far as doing the down payment there there's just not a lot of benefit that for that you, you set aside a goal of having money saved for retirement so let that be your retirement funds and continue to contribute uh and pay down your debt as far as you know home buying versus renting i mean i might be biased because we're renting right now and there's aspects of it we really like there's aspects of it we don't like um but there's aspects of it that are nice—the fact that we don't uh, have to pay as much for, you know, maintenance and you know, making the home look as pretty and, and stuff like that that we, you know, would if we own the house. But here, at your ages, what I would say is, you know, get your financial life sorted out, and then make a very sober decision someday on home ownership with no debt in the picture. Set set yourself up really well, save for a down payment, and you will, unfortunately, in doing that, look differently from everybody else around you your circle of friends etc who buy homes early on and do all those shenanigans but you'll probably have a much better financial life behind the scenes and that's really important because then you'll probably be able to get the house that you hopefully want um you'll be able to afford the maintenance and upkeep on it and so forth so um it's not doesn't just come down to the mortgages and so forth now uh real estate is pretty local uh in some places it might be benefit you significantly more to own than to rent and in some places if you do the math renting is a far better equation than owning uh the reason we're renting right now is is in our area when we looked and we sold our previous house uh we could get a rental uh and the monthly rent equated to about the you know the uh, the mortgage and, and taxes and insurance uh if we had bought And so we're basically getting free maintenance uh, and so forth uh, and just sacrificing a bit of equity and so forth. So uh, if you do the math, you know, it depends on your locality, depends on your situation. I think as you're starting out in life, though, just rent for a while and just enjoy it. Enjoy, you know, being young and not having to worry about air conditioners and roofs.
2: There are raccoons in my attic space.
0: And what happens if the water heater breaks while you're on vacation? Like, just go enjoy life. But probably more importantly, is figure out what enjoying life means to you guys and make sure that your financial life and your actual life reflect those values. And the biggest way that you can do that initially is to probably get that student loan debt paid off. Now, it's hard because, Andrew, you didn't really say the amount of that student loan debt versus your salary. And so it's hard for me to know if you can pay that off in the next five years or if it's really going to be 20 plus years of you guys paying this down. And that would potentially make a difference on the strategy if i were sitting down and and actually working with you that would that would make a difference for me on on how we navigate that and look at that because you're going to have these two competing uh values at some point buying a house versus paying down the student loan debt well if the value of that makes a difference for me,
1: if it's really long term let's say it's Mm -hmm. 20 30 years you you would advise then You know, if you get past the wedding, you've not incurred any more debt, you've Mm -hmm. got your emergency fund, you've got your, you know, fast cash, you're paying this student loan debt, you're continuing to contribute to your 401k, now start saving for your down payment, right?
0: Yeah, I might might be more inclined to do them in tandem if that student loan debt is massive and just going to be there for a while. If it's like... We could really hustle and pay this off in five years. Pay it off and be debt free before we're thirty. But you know, and be renting and then set ourselves up for a two to three year hustle to then get a mortgage. You know, have a down payment. Like that's way better to me because now you're moving into a house without debt. So those nuances would would make a difference uh, if you're looking at. So while you're bringing ninety percent of the debt, ninety percent of the debt could be twenty thousand dollars, or it could be eighty, ninety thousand dollars. You know, what your your guys' salary is makes a big difference there. So I think what it boils down
1: to, what I hear you say and what we try to relay on this podcast is try very, very hard, Andrew, to take the emotion out of it and look at the numbers. And the reason is the emotion will fade. The, the emotion will, will be gone. I mean, you could buy a home and be like, wow, we're homeowners. This is amazing. And then your HVAC is going to go out and you're going to go, holy crap, we're homeowners. I'm responsible to pay this, you know. X number of thousands of dollars, et cetera, and you're going to get tax bill, and you're going to get you know insurance, you know all the things that come along with it. So that's going to fade very quickly. This this wonderful I'm a homeowner idea, um, but but the data will not, that the numbers will not. And again, this is from experience. I, I can tell you, while my wife and I bought a fifty five thousand dollar or whatever it was starter home, if they weren't available like they're not now. Uh, we would have rented. There's no question in my mind. We would have rented and we probably would have rented, uh, you know, something really cheap, like in a duplex or a quad. Pla- you know, I, I mean, we wouldn't have gone out to the best apartment complex or rented an entire home. You know, we this was pre kids. So yeah. I mean, we would have been really, really cheap because our priority was pay down debt.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and you point out a good fact and statistics have shown there's studies on this when it comes to renting versus buying people tend to buy uh, extra you know sort of inflate their purchase for the future life that they want and when they rent they tend to rent uh, at or under their current needs because uh, they're you know thinking of it as a short-term solution to get towards that buying so uh rarely do you see people go yeah we're just married we don't have kids yet so we're going to rent a four-bedroom house in the suburbs they go no we're going to rent the one-bedroom apartment that's like 700 square feet and we're going to scrap and get by uh but when people buy you know in their mid-20s uh they go well we're going to have a family someday we don't want to have to move again so we're going to buy up you know lock in uh and it's great until you start then paying utilities and maintenance and, and all that on a h- house that's bigger than you need now. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that that's one element that we don't often talk about with renting versus buying, that psychologically, the decision that you make with, with renting tends to be actually a little bit more practical for younger folks just starting out and trying to pay down debt.
1: Hopefully, you and your spouse are, or future spouse are listening to this episode together, uh, so you can be on the same page. I would say that trumps Everything we're saying, even if you make a decision to scrap everything we've said and do whatever you are going to do, you must do it together. And if you make a mistake, you learn together. Uh, If there's division there, that's going to be problematic. So hopefully you all are listening to this together. And Andrew, if you just listen to this by yourself, then you must say to your future spouse, honey, I just got a twenty five dollar Amazon gift card. Please listen to this episode with me. There you go. All right. Let's wrap it up. Friends, the secret to wealth this is very simple live on less than you make invest the rest and do so for a very long time
0: make it a great one thanks for listening to this episode of the show if you want content delivered to you regularly be sure to follow us on instagram at diy.money and if you want your questions aired on the show be sure to send that to us and you'll get a 25 dollar amazon gift card